0: On this episode of Monday to Monday, we're joined by Emily, and we answer the voicemail questions. Tyler Walsh told me he's gonna put the uh, phone number in the bio in the description of this video. If you wanna text it, leave a voicemail. We're gonna keep doing this. I think we should do this every now and then. Just go over the voice notes and give answers to your questions to the best of our ability. You know, a lot of the a lot of the questions in here. Well, maybe like half are about NFT. Ones about brand deals, and I forget. and just general artist stuff what did you think Mm -hmm. about the questions Emily?
1: no I thought they were so good a lot of them had to do with NFTs and less so with music industry and stuff I mean nothing that I could really contribute to like I keep saying in the podcast but um, I'm more of a sounding board so um, I had fun though Um, I think you give some great answers great insights Um, and yeah I I had a lot of fun doing this it's a great conversation
0: hell yeah and if you watch this video it's kind of cool because we didn't screen the calls we just hit play <laughs> on the voicemails so we weren't prepared yeah. but you'd be surprised Shout out
1: will will on the team he picked them out for us and we didn't listen to them
0: <laughs> well we handled it <gasps> all right so. tune in tune in I did so So, we're going to be listening to the voicemails that y'all have been leaving for the phone number for the Monday to Monday podcast here with myself and Emily, who does all the behind the scenes recording, editing, all the video work. All right, let's go.
2: Hey, Mike, my name is Emran Muna. You can reach me at or on my I'll Instagram bleep, page. I'll at bleep that. Sounds, sketch music. Uh, Music is super important to me. I have a background in engineering, so looking to figure out cool ideas of how to combine music and the NFT space here, saw the post, and uh, sounds like you're up to some really cool stuff. I'd love to be involved. Thanks for the opportunity. Have a good one. All
0: right, cool. So we'll look up his Instagram. Maybe we could even throw it on here. But anyway, what was your favorite part of that question?
1: Um, Definitely combining NFTs in... And- the music space because um I know Gary's huge on that um and I'm interested to see how or okay so he said that he was a producer and an engineer and does stuff on the backside so a lot of people in my uninformed opinion um w- like on the front end um like artists and stuff are, would be more interested in getting into the NFT space. But um, I'm interested to see how he wants to get involved as a engineer and as a producer.
0: That's true. Yeah. It's a person. So the engineer is super important, you know, um, in so many ways. And a lot of times what people don't think about is, well, maybe they think about it, but I think maybe they forget how important the engineer is when it comes to recording on the road or just traveling with the artist, you know, when you're a big artist, a lot of times your engineer is like your right hand person. So I think the engineer is a unique perspective. So maybe they could bring that to the NFT space. But as far as NFTs go, it's all about adding value, access and making it your own. Right. So when Gary V made his drawings for the V friends, it wasn't, he says he's not the best drawer in the world, but it's authentic to him, you know, and He's been working so hard for so long that he's putting himself into these things. And that's the value. So if you're an engineer and you have this track record, you worked with these artists, I think just really dive deep on what you're passionate about and bring the NFT to you. I don't think you need to mimic anyone. I don't think you need to jump on a bandwagon. But, you know, I'm not the biggest NFT expert in the world. But what I do know is it's about access. So maybe you allow people one time a year to sit in on a studio recording right? So you're the engineer and you're like, Hey, I work with tons of artists. If you buy my NFT, you get to sit with me and learn, you know, maybe like an hour with no artist, So I could just break it down for you right before a real session starts where, you know, a lot of times engineers are so cool with the artists, the artists won't care. But if you're like engineering for young thug or future or someone like that, you could tell them you're going to see the recording process of one of the biggest stars in the genre. And you get to see how I interact. You get to see what I add to the to the final product.
1: That is such a good point. I didn't even think about that with, um, of course, bringing it back to Gary and the um, incorporating VCon into the NFT experience. I did not even think about, sell, or not, selling is not the right word to use here, but incorporating an experience and access into an NFT in that way. So that is such a good point
0: yeah i mean even for you emily it's like if someone wanted to learn about recording podcasts editing podcasts you know like an emerging should person should probably ask
1: someone else because i have no idea what i'm doing
0: oh my god but you're juggling like five podcasts you know and they want to be on your level
1: yeah uh, I really
0: <laughs> oh my god all right well i think you're the best all right here let's get into another thank one thank
2: you hey guys i hope all is well my name is carly x um i'm an artist from long island new york my Instagram at is at I am Carly X. And I basically wanted to ask, what is the best way that you think um up and coming artists with um not a lot of experience should contact brands or, you know, promoters to get on certain platforms.
0: I actually know who she is because I recognize her name from Instagram. I did not really know she lived in New York State though. That's cool. But yeah, shout out to you. Carly X and shout out to all your supporters because what happened was this um a lot of people were tagging my Instagram post about new music and they kept tagging her and I don't get offended by that I I don't even I like it because you know when people feel strongly about something you got to check it out so if you're the type of artist that that many people are going to tag me comment and tag you um on my comment section underneath my post then like I'm going to check you out. So I love it when people spam me. I love it. But I checked her out. And the funniest part is normally when people spam me, the music's actually good. So I playlisted her. So shout out to her and everyone around her. But um, yeah, when you want to get in with brands, like, you know, I do that all the time on the agency side. I connect artists with brands. So we just look for authentic connections. Um, Young Jeezy was talking about Avion Tequila. All right. So then I... Spoke to the CEO of Avion, spoke to Jeezy's manager for months. Then got them all together. We all got dinner, and that became a real relationship. And then Jeezy became more and more involved in the brand. Um, one time, Macklemore, back when he was at the height of his career, he mentioned a um, Tropicana project or product, and so I hit texted his manager, and I was like, "Yo, I'll send you like cases." No strings attached, you know, because that was a client sent them the product. He loved it. He really loved it. He wasn't joking. He posted on his Instagram. And that's just an example of win-win. It's a huge win for the agency because he has so much reach. So it's really about authenticity. Um, I even tell artists sometimes I FaceTime them or do this or that. I'm like, open your fridge. Like, let me just see it because I don't, you know, I'm not like, hey, do you drink Pepsi? I'm like, what do you drink? You know, and if they don't want to give me a straight answer, I'm like, show me your fridge because I don't want to work with you if you're lying, you know, and if you approach an artist and you're like, hey, I got a bunch of money. If you eat Doritos, a lot of times people will just want the money. They'll say I will eat Doritos. I was just FaceTiming Faze um, Yoda and he was eating something. And I said, bro, what are you eating? And he pointed to the Doritos bag and I was like, yo, you know, I, I kind of know people who work on Doritos and he was like, yo, that'd be crazy. And that's like the reaction you want. Because I always tell artists, if you go hard for the brand, they go hard for you. You know what I mean? So what do you think about that, Emily?
1: That is such a, like, I feel like authenticity has become so important over the past few years. Um, At least in, like I keep saying, in my uninformed opinion. Um, I feel like I don't have as much to add to this one. Um, But (laughs) I like that line of, (laughs) I tell the artist open open your fridge I'm gonna take that out of context um, but yeah, I think working backwards is a really good way to think about working with brands instead of bringing the brands to like bringing the brands to the artist, bringing the artist to the brands, and just going at it that way is gonna create so much better relationships and it's going to result in a better final product.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I cold. I mean, I know a lot of these artists, but I cold DM them. I'm like, Hey, do you drink beer? You know, I don't care. But if you say yes, then I have an opportunity. If you, if you say no, it's okay. And I'll talk to you next time. You know, it's just how it is.
1: I I don't drink beer.
0: Well then you can't be involved in our beer campaign.
1: I can't be involved in the Budweiser NFT project.
0: Oh my God. Shout out for that project. It's coming soon. All right. So let's go into the next one. And we haven't pre-screened these calls. I have no idea what people are saying.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Will did. Shout out, Will.
0: Yo, this message is from Mike Boyd.
2: saw your post about NFTs and independent artists, upcoming artists in that space. Now, I have an artist I'm working with. We're creating an NFT project that's going to include one percent share both the composition and the master of that song for an upcoming artist that is building a tremendous buzz online and um we would like to share this idea with you and the concept um you can see me on instagram at music manager matt or email me at hope to talk more guys ciao all
0: right we're probably gonna have to bleep out his email but all right he said his name was matt so All right, I think it's cool. Um, I think it's really cool when you let people invest in you, right? And, you know, a lot of people who are in the NFT space, they want to invest what they believe in. So if your followers are into NFTs and they believe in you, let them invest and then they could trade it later, put their money where their mouth is. They'll go harder for you because they own part of you. Basically, they own part of that song. So I tell people sometimes it's like, Jay-Z bought an NFT, right? And everyone freaked out. But one part of that is there's a limited number of NFTs. So some people want to buy the same NFT because then they could tell their friends, their kids, their grandkids, whatever. I own a piece of art that's also owned by Jay-Z or Gary V or whoever. You know what I mean? It's like you're part of a special club. So, you know, you're day one fans. Think about it like this. If Kendrick Lamar did NFTs for part of Section 80 when he was coming up, you know, that was a big project for him. Um, and then now 2021, you still owned a little piece of that and you had like a certification on the wall. Like my guy, uh, Zang, he owns a stock or whatever part of the green Bay Packers. They let people buy stocks or something like that. He puts it on his wall cause he's so proud. So like, you know, certification of authentication or whatever. Um, I just think people buying part of you, part of your music, supporting you, not buying part of you, but you know what I'm saying? And then they're just going to spread the word. And it's a cool way to raise money and give back. I think you always got to be thinking win win, you know? So it's like you could do a GoFundMe and say, hey, just give me money. Or you could say, hey, you know, buy this NFT, you get XYZ. And don't just stop at, you know, revenue. Freaking say, hey, for one of you people who buy the NFT, I'm going to bring a check to your door. You know what I mean? Like, once a month i'm gonna pick one person out of the hundred nfts and i'm gonna show up at your front door with a check and then we're gonna read a book you know what i mean we're gonna play the piano you know what i'm saying what do you think about that not like we're
1: gonna like not like we're gonna go like get a drink or something like oh we're gonna go read a book oh that's even
0: better get a drink if you drink
1: yeah i don't know i don't know just read a book i don't know um i get i It's kind of like sports cards for music artists. It's like you can kind of buy in when they're rookies and become a, like, be behind them and hope that they blow up and hope that their value goes up. I don't know. What do you think about that?
0: I love that. Yeah, that's how I explain NFTs to people sometimes. You know, you want to collect them all like Pokemon. You know what I'm saying? Like sports cards, like you said, it's like. It's a hobby for some people. You know, some people have real money and they're just like, hey, I believe in you. I want to see you win. I'll put my money where my mouth is and I'm gonna get a piece of it if I'm right.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Which I'm not behind it. Like I'm speaking from a place of not a person that is not a sports card person at all. But coming from 137 p.m., which is a big sports cards card talk, Gary V sports cards, all that stuff. I have been exposed to it enough to know that that's how it works.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's also like a hobby, you know, it's an expensive hobby, but you know, some people collect rocks, you know what I'm saying? Like whatever you like, collect it, stack it to the ceiling. All right, let's do one more. Hopefully this is a good one. Like I said, we didn't, we didn't scan, we didn't prepare for this. All right. (laughs) All right.
2: Boyd, what up? This is Kosha Deals.
0: All right, check it.
2: So last week, I had a video wrapping outside in a pouring rainstorm with Fat Joe that got 9 million views. Fast forward four days later, I bought a ticket on my own dime to go watch a Fat Joe show in Colorado. He sees me in the crowd, pulls me backstage, puts me on stage. rest is history. I kill it. I go to NFT week, and I'm trying to mint the moment and make the $20 that Fat Show gave me, 20 ETH. How do I flip this? How do I build the buzz around it? How do we mint that whole story? Um, and fact is, I wore Gary Vee sneakers, positivity and optimism, and the probably dirtiest pair ever in history. Um, I want to make this into an NFT, and I've been doing pop-up renegade shows. Uh, Beeple already knows about it. He saw me perform um at the metaverse party. So um meta purse party, I'm like, I'm really thinking I got some legs here. And I want to be a street performer that buys the house off an NFT outside the garden. And meaning you don't have to uh do it and the video is still counting. And documentaries have already been come out on this uh, on Unilad. Uh the buzz just keeps going man. So this is the next step for it um to enter this this video,
0: this minting the moment in the NFT space. Let me know what's up. So what do you think
1: about that, Emily? Um. Wow, there was so much going on in there. Um, Kosha Dills is a friend of like 137 and Gary in the whole Um, And I don't even know where to start. Can you tell us where you want to start, Boyd?
0: Yeah. So, okay, first of all, great story. Let us know how Fat Joe found you in the crowd. That's pretty cool. And <laughs> I mean, so this is something that I think a lot of people are thinking about again like you know i'm not the end all be all on nfts and anything is possible but i think you got to keep everyone needs to keep thinking win-win so it's like all right this example this artist went to a fat joe show and there was the backstory before that but he went to a fat joe show uh fat joe pulled him on stage i think he said he performed um that's really cool but like You know, that's really cool to the artist. So it's like, what are, what are other people going to get out of it? You know, um, someone came up to me recently and they had this idea, I guess. I don't want to tell you too many ideas or too many parts of it. So I don't want to out them, but they told me what they did. And then they asked me to bring it to the next level. And I was like, Hey, that's on you. You know what I mean? Like just because you do a whole lot of things doesn't mean anyone else is going to want to work with you, be a part of it or get anything out of it. So it's like, I'm not knocking anything, but it's like, if you went to the concert and you had that experience, I think the best thing to do is to sell your NFT and say, you get to come to me, come with me as I do this again, or at least attempt to do it again. You know what I mean? Cause the experience is the coolest part, you know, like your, your NFT followers, your followers might be like, all right, this guy hustle hard, hustles hard. I know who Kosha Dills is. It's like, you're always hustling. You're always persistent. You know, like you're a friend of 137 and Gary V because you go so hard for Gary V and 137. So it's like people know how hard you go. So your NFT, in my opinion, should be look at what I've done and join me as I keep doing it. You know what I mean? Like you got to add value. In my opinion, you always have to add value. So I don't think it's about Fat Joe. I don't think it's even about necessarily not even about music. It's like you're just showing people the hustle, the grind and how you make it happen. You know, because you could do that in anything like you could love basketball and you could be Michael Jordan or, you know, whoever's the hottest new basketball player. You could be their biggest fan, find your way to courtside tickets, be wearing the shirt with the logo of your YouTube vlog. You know what I mean? And the artist or the basketball player after the game might give you a high five. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's about the hustle with this one and bringing someone on the journey so you could teach them the hustle. Right.
1: I'm just taking all that in. Wow. That added value just keeps coming back.
0: Yeah. Cause that's like all people, people are, people, you know, live their lives. People live with nine to five very often and they have kids and they have a house and they have a car and they have a dog. So it's like, you guys, you gotta just think like what's in it for these people who are your fans or they're in college or they're in high school. You know what I mean? Or they're going through a rough time or they just made some money, but it's like, Stop focusing on yourself. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying that's what Kosher Deals is doing, but what I'm saying is he just told us a really cool story. And I think the way to make it valuable for other people is to figure out how they could benefit from that journey. You know what I mean? Not everyone wants to be a rapper, not everyone even wants to be on stage with Fat Joe. So it's like the whole part that I thought could be valuable to anyone is the hustle. You know, let me show you how to hustle because this is what I do, you know?
1: Once again, I'm still processing on that, yeah,
0: <laughs> we could edit okay, this with gonna... a little with a little bubble above your head and then like the, all the wheels turning,
1: yeah, I don't even know what I want to say next.
0: Well, if you if okay, so if kosher deals dropped this NFT, would you buy it?
1: I would have to learn more about it.
0: And I think that's the whole that's the whole point.
1: Yeah, I don't know enough right now.
0: Yeah, that's the whole point, is that when people buy something, they want to know about it and they want to have a reason to buy it. You know, like with Gary V so he did the courtside Cobra or maybe it's called something else, but all of his V friends are animals. And with one of them, you get to sit courtside at a Knicks game with Gary. So if you like basketball, if you want a one hour conversation with Gary or however long basketball games last, so you're pretty much sitting next to them the whole time. Or if you're like a scalper or a flipper, you buy it because you know, people like basketball, people like the Knicks, you think the Knicks are getting hot, you flip it. So my whole point is when you make the NFT, if you're doing it to make money and you're doing it for all those reasons, like you got to keep in mind what people want, because I just asked Emily, would you buy this? And she said, I need to know more about it. And she heard the story. It's an impressive story, but that's just a story. You know, the story needs to be edited to the buyer.
1: And that's a really cool story for Kosha. Like that is an incredible story. But what value does that bring the buyer? Other than, I mean, it does bring entertainment value, but I feel like there's an ability to bring more than that.
0: Yeah, that's the whole, uh, to me, that's the whole thing. Because it's like, even if it wasn't Kosher Dills, even if it was Kendrick Lamar again, and he's like, hey, look, he's like one of the biggest artists in the world. And he's like, hey, look, this was a big, special moment to my career. Someone might want to buy it. Like a Kosher Dills fan might be like, that was a cool moment in his career. I want to own it. That's possible.
1: Do you mean Kendrick or do you mean Kosher?
0: Either way. Like with Kosher Dills, that was a big moment in his career being on stage with Fat Joe. You know, he said it was big to him. Kendrick Lamar early on meeting Dr. Dre or something. That's a big moment. And some people might just want to buy it. They, that's real. People buy just pictures. People will buy a lot of things. But what I'm saying is if you're trying to put a strategy behind it, you got to be explaining what all the person gets from it. And really giving them what they want like pay attention to the people following you and what they want you know what i mean it's I, I read this quote and then i'll throw it back to you emily it said um don't put stuff out there and be like hey this is what you need to know buy it instead be like hey i've been listening and i think i know what you want and here it is you know what i mean it's like you don't put up a billboard and shove it down people's throat You put up a billboard and say, Hey, I've been reading the YouTube comments and this is what I think you guys want. I'm paying attention. Like I'm trying to meet you guys halfway. I'm trying to be there for you. You know,
1: people aren't just going to buy it for the sake of buying it. I mean, like, yeah, they're going to buy it because they like you and want to support you, but they're not going to buy it just, just for the sake of buying it. So they're going to want something more out of it whether that's entertainment value or an experience there has to be more there
0: yeah because also you got to keep in mind people aren't really dumb with their money because you know what i'm saying like most people have a job have bills and they might like your music but you know people need to eat people need to pay rent people need to like get a hobby read a book go on a vacation you know what i mean buy diapers, like people gotta do real stuff. So if they're gonna take some of that money and give it to the NFT project, you just gotta really maximize the value for that.
1: Absolutely. That's such a good point.
0: Yeah, a lot of it goes just back to hard work and giving people something they want. And you know what's funny? Um, one of the last things, I'll, well, first of all, shout out to Kosha Dills. Like I know we're giving like real criticism and feedback I never want anyone to feel like.
1: Yeah. We're not trying to criticize criticize him at all. Like this is just an example to show where there's more opportunity to grow and be better.
0: Yeah. And when I say criticism, I just mean it like details. You know what I mean? Like we're giving you back some of our viewpoints, but like we mess with you, man. Like I put you on the playlist that one time and I saw you shout me out, but you know what I'm saying? It's like. We're just trying to help. And we're also just trying to help any listener of the podcast, you know? Cause other people could learn from that. This is Boyd's podcast
1: and I'm just here. Don't take anything I'm saying, seriously. This is Boyd's podcast.
0: Oh my God, people are listening for opinions. This is a thought starter. That's what I do. When I read a book, when I read a quote, take it for what it is and turn it in your own head. You know, when we talk about NFTs, if you want to listen, listen, but then flip it in your own mind and go go off and do your own thing. You know what I mean? Like when I watch Gary Vee videos, I listen to what he's saying, apply it to my own life, and keep it moving. You know what I mean? Like, we're not telling That's you to... That's the whole point. That's yeah. why he
1: puts it out there.
0: Yeah, don't read a book and just fucking... Or freaking uh, follow every line of the directions. You know what I mean? Like when you're putting together a chair, maybe follow it. Or take your own <laughs> twist and take the risk. You know what I'm saying?
1: Uh, a chair? I, I don't... I, I feel like you... I feel like you want to follow the directions with the chair.
0: I don't know. Maybe if it's not for you sitting on it, take a risk.
1: (laughs) Okay. Okay. Is that the last one that we have? I
0: did so bitch if you bitch. (laughs) Thanks for checking out this episode of Monday to Monday. We hope you enjoyed it. Again, I had Emily join me to help answer these questions, provide her point of view. You know, we did our best to give you guys some insight or at least some idea starters. Hope you enjoyed it. If you have any comments, either leave them on this YouTube page. um, Leave us a voicemail. Text us a question. Leave us a voicemail with a joke. Maybe we can start doing that if you leave a funny joke i'll laugh i swear or i don't swear you know gotta keep it pg all right what'd you think emily
1: um yeah it was awesome um so many questions about nfts a lot more than i thought um it was so funny that will didn't listen to these or no will did we didn't um yeah i'm so glad you let me be a part of this thank you boyd
0: my god let's go